everybody. This is Just Sold with Brent McIntosh of the McIntosh Group at Remax River City. And he joins us on the podcast today, as we always like to do kind of at the start of the month. We like to take a look at stats. Where do you want to start today, Brent? Well, what a start to 2021. Um, if you've seen anything on the media, it doesn't matter what Canadian city. It looks like things are going to be busy this year. And uh, sales are sort of off the charts. And the easiest way to compare our numbers is to compare to last year. And, and there's a staggering amount of sales that have happened, Bryn. So when I compare February of 2020 to this past month, February of 2021, we have had 52% more sales in just that one month period. Um, combine that with listings being down by 18%. And you've seen all of a sudden our market changed quite drastically from a buyer slash almost a balanced market to a complete seller's market in the single family category. So I guess in some ways the bar ended up being set kind of low and there was a big challenge coming off of COVID just starting up almost a year ago now. So, mm -hmm. so what are you really noticing from last year to this year? That is just like, you know, I'm sure you look at a million numbers and a million stats and, and trending and all that kind of stuff, but is there one or two things that are really standing out right now? Yeah. So the trend last year, because of COVID and people working from home, it, it seems that space has been the number one thing that people are looking for. And so for a long period of time, the trend was location and that people were sort of gravitating towards the central part of the city being closer to work. Now people being not necessarily needing to drive into work and, and working from home and maybe being cooped up with your family for a lot more hours than you're used to, that those properties have become too small. And it's always uh, about space versus location. And the way our city works is the most expensive real estate is in the core. And it doesn't matter which direction you leave the core, northeast, southwest, the farther you leave the center of the city, the more expensive, or excuse me, the, the, the less expensive the land and the bigger the house you can get. And so now we're seeing the burbs suddenly becoming a lot more po popular and single family properties becoming a lot more popular than condominium. So it's a tale of two different cities. And, and that's what we, for the first time in my real estate career, I, I've ever seen where we've got single family sales and prices going up and we have condominiums prices still essentially going down. Now, we saw a small rebound in February for those prices, but ultimately the sales to list ratio for condominiums stayed the same. So let, let me explain sure. that although we had more sales in February, about 20% more than last February. We actually had 20% more listings than last February. So that sales to listing ratio stayed the exact same. Whereas when we look at the single family market, we had way more sales. And to give you the raw data, in 2020, in February, for MLS, there were 637 single family properties sold. This year, there was 1,033. So just absolutely staggering how busy February was. And then when we look at new listings, um, that number was down, like I said, about 
So the buyers had less to choose from, and we we saw multiple offers on a lot of properties. So if the property was listed really well, and you had two or three or six buyers fighting over it, that property would be selling for more than list price. And all signs point to that's what's going to keep continuing for the next month or two until we catch up with inventory. If you're thinking about buying a condominium, you still have a lot of leverage as those sellers are not experiencing those same sort of conditions that the single family and acreage uh, sales are seeing. So same thing, like I was saying, is that there's this trend to leave the core and um, move out to the country or out to the burbs and have more space in a bigger house for the same amount of money. When we look at sales in 2020 for acreages, there was only 49. And that's normal, by the way. Acreage sales don't typically happen until the snow melts. Uh, but in February of this year, we had 83 acreages sell in the month of February. So absolutely staggering. Uh, the median sales price rose from 520000 to 530000 uh, I didn't talk about the median sales price for single family, but it's up um, absolutely staggering from 2020, where it was 378500 and it is now 408500 So first time in over five years that our median sales price in Edmonton is higher than 400000 Wow. Hey, I'm kind of curious about this because you kind of brought it up right off the top. So obviously people are working more from home. So how important is it now? And how often are you hearing that people are really conscious about office space or converting yeah. a bedroom? Maybe they don't need a three-bedroom home but they're now considering that third bedroom is going to end up being an office. Do you hear a lot of that now? Yes. Almost every single buyer is mentioning that when we're talking about what's on your wish list of, of what you need for when you're purchasing your next house. And I'll give you a great example of some recent buyers that we had that moved up here from Red Deer. And when they were describing the property that they were looking for, that was one of the very first things that they described is that they needed a main floor den um, as as one of the spouses works from home and is going to foreseeably continue to do that. And so the, please do not show us any houses that don't have that main floor den. And, and so, yes, that, that is going to be a common trend and uh, that I see continuing. Uh, our conditions here in Edmonton and, and for, for that, for, for the rest of the country, I would suspect will be the same is that it's going to be more predictable than last year. If you recall, last March, April and May were very slow months as there was a certain amount of unpredictability in the marketplace, but it's been gangbusters ever since June. And now I would think that this trend would continue. You sent me a, a great email this morning with an article um, talking about the, that the trends across the country yeah. is, is that although the economy essentially is down, that the real estate markets across every single major market in, in Canada is up. And uh, that's something that we're seeing. And, and Edmonton, as, as great as this is, we hardly have the conditions that some of the marketplaces have, like uh, Southern Ontario and Vancouver Island, where you know we're excited about getting two or three offers on property, and they're seeing 40 to 80 offers on properties. And so, so here in Edmonton, if you're in a multiple offer situation, it's good for a young buyer, especially who've, who've never been through this, to know that if there's two or three offers, that the property's probably going to sell 
for five to ten thousand dollars, sometimes up to fifteen thousand dollars more than list price, depending on the price range that you're in, of course. Whereas in Ottawa, I'm told that if you're not offering a hundred thousand over list price, you have no chance of getting it at all. And and those numbers in Toronto are even bigger, where where they're selling properties for two, three, four hundred thousand dollars more than list price. It's it's so simple right now for people to look at the economy, look at COVID look at almost everything and put a negative spin on it. But what I'm kind of fascinated by here over the last few weeks, I don't know if you're starting to see this as well. People are starting to look more now at the positive. They're starting to see some positive, some positive stuff. They're saying the economy is coming back quicker than they thought. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know about uh, real estate or some of the other issues, but you know, for the longest time it was, I'm not going to get my COVID shot in time. Now all of a sudden things are picking up and there seems to be a little more positivity out there. Are you sensing that? Definitely. And and I'm going to give credit to uh, Benjamin Tall. He's the deputy chief economist for CIBC. And he spoke at our forecast, the Edmonton Real Estate Board's forecast in January. And, and everything that's happened two months in, he predicted, by the way, so he's bang on so far. And, and his talk included something that I found really fascinating. And, and it had to do with that article that we were sharing this morning via email is about the real estate markets in Canada and why they are flourishing. And, and the stat that he gave, which was, was really quite incredible, is that out of the people affected financially by COVID-19, out of the Canadians affected, um, only 10% of those Canadians affected financially we're homeowners. 90% of the people in Canada that have been affected financially by COVID-19 are renters. And so we've seen a, a, a parting of the ways between home ownership and home renting basically in Canada. And so those home sales have not been affected and the vacancy rate has and so you're seeing quite a high vacancy rate. And, and just for reference here in Edmonton, it's one of the highest in the country. Officially, it's 7.2, by the way, 7.2%. Uh, unofficially, I would tend to double any stat that you see. And it's probably closer to 15% is the actual vacancy rate here in Edmonton. So if you're a renter, there's lots to choose from. And in fact, you could get some pretty good deals out there for some of these places that have been vacant for a while. And the reason for it is that some of the people that have been hurt financially have either moved back home with mom and dad or gone to shared accommodations with other people to to half their rent, basically. And so they've left a lot of properties vacant. And there's a simple reason. And that reason more than anything else, if you were affected financially as a homeowner by COVID-19, you could call your bank and ask for three months, six months of, of no interest on your mortgage. And the banks were happy to do that, not because they're wonderful people, but because they can tack that interest onto the back end sure. of your mortgage. And so your mortgage now turns into a 25 and a half year mortgage instead of a 25 year mortgage, the bank makes more money. So, so they're not doing it out of the goodness of their heart. They've crunched the numbers and they know that they're going to make more money in the end. But most landlords don't have that ability to offer those same three to six months free to their tenants. And so that's why the tenants have had to give notice if they were affected and, and, and left all of these properties vacant. And, and so as homeowners, 
Canadians have enjoyed this gigantic increase. And here in Edmonton specifically, it's just the single family market that's been increasing. Um, Calgary is the same. And, and that's because literally both cities are, are flooded with too many properties for sale. And to give you some raw stats, and I hope that this is interesting, but when we look at a typical single family listing anywhere in Edmonton, there's about a 65% chance that that property will sell. That's the sold to listing ratio right now for single family detached homes. A pretty good stat, by the way. So when we look at condominiums, that number drops down to under 35%. When we look at apartment style condominiums, it drops to 28%. And when we look at apartment style condominiums in downtown Edmonton, that number is 9%. So only 9% of the apartment style condominiums in downtown Edmonton have sold in the past 365 days. I don't like to rain on your stats parade because we love doing this at the kickoff and the start of every month, but I'm kind of curious. You guys were forced to take a look at a tough situation at this time last year, and you kind of re you, you reconfigured everything. You kind of reinvented what you were going to do moving ahead. Are you seeing that those changes that you made, let's say last summer, are really playing in well nicely now as we move forward into the new year? I think it's reinvented the business and I'm, I'm enjoying it more, to be honest. It's, it's more challenging in, in some ways, but uh, there is uh, quite an improvement in some aspects. And I'll give you what I like the best is that those people who are on the market selling their houses are serious. And those people who are out looking at, uh, at properties are serious. So we've gotten rid of all of the tire kickers in the market. So if, you, if you're going to glove up and, and mask up and, and, and go and start looking at houses, you're not doing that just for fun on a Sunday. Yeah. And same thing, if you're going to put your house on the market, uh, you, you're pretty darn serious about selling that property. So, so that's been maybe the best improvement. Also, we've, been, we've become more efficient too as an industry. So I'm proud to say me and my colleagues have stepped up our games and we're offering a lot more stuff online than we've ever seen in the past. So it's not just a picture of the property. It's obviously many, many pictures, 360 degree tours of a property, floor plans, video. Uh, we can eliminate a lot of homes 20 years ago, I might have to show a, a potential buyer 50 homes to find the right one. And that list has become substantially lower. And really for any typical buyer to see more than 10 homes is pretty unusual these days. We only have a couple more minutes here. Are there some stats that, that you want to get out there for sure? Or are we good? Yeah, just, um, you know what, uh, we'll go over a couple of the numbers. Like I said, the, for the first time, again, we'll repeat the, the median sales price is now 408500 in Edmonton. The previous years, it was 378, 392, 397, 395. So it was going down for five or six years in a row each February. And this is the first one that we've seen higher than the previous year. The condo price um, actually is, is a tiny bit higher than last year. The median sales price for condos is 210, which is higher than last year's median sales price. I've already talked about that the sales to list ratio is the same. So we're having about the same amount of sales as last year, but there's um, more listings that have hit the market. Uh, 2019, uh, our median sales price was 215. So we're still 
still lower than the 19 number. We're higher than 2020, but lower than 19. And, and that number, of course, was going down and down and down. Um, I talked about the acreage, it's up about $10,000 to 530. We'll start to see acreage sales now that the snow is starting to melt and weather is getting better and people can actually see the land because that's why acreage sales happen more in the spring and summer because they want to see what they're purchasing, that uh, those numbers will start to escalate. Last year, there was 22% more acreage sales than the year before. So, so again, this has everything to do with people leaving the core and choosing more space, more land over being in a, in a location, perhaps closer to work. Uh, we, we had a commercial agent on our podcast here a few weeks ago, and, and obviously the vacancy rate for downtown Edmonton has been the highest it's ever been, is what he was telling us. And, and that seems to be the trend is that you're going to see a lot of empty buildings for conceivably the next two or three years at minimum. It's weird when you consider that about two or three years ago, there was this real upswing or uptick in what was going on in downtown Edmonton. And then the economy has gone the way it has and it's completely flipped, huh? It, it has. And, and, you know, obviously real estate markets can change relatively fast. And fortunately for, for us here in Edmonton, we have a couple of markets we can watch first. So typically in Alberta, the Fort McMurray market leads the way. As if they're sort of the engine, if we're going to compare um, our province to a car. And so uh, we follow wherever that engine goes. And so they're not quite at a complete change around, but it'll happen there first, followed by Calgary. And then Edmonton is about six months after Calgary. So we get a, a good year's uh, notice. And, and so we keep our eye on the Fort McMurray uh, market because that's where the jobs will open up first. And that's what we really need is we need jobs and with those jobs will come people and those people will eat up the inventory yeah. and, and start to change, especially the condo market is what we need them to change. And how many people? I, I, I use a number somewhere between 50 and 100,000 Edmontonians is what we would really like to see to help our economy get back to where it was in 2014. We good or are we going to tell everybody how they can get a hold of you? I would love to chat with anybody that has any questions. You can reach us directly at 780-464-0075. Any one of my team members would be happy to meet with you to discuss the market. And you can reach us at macintoshgroup.ca or any of our social media uh, apps, (laughs) sites, uh, and you'll find us by looking for the Macintosh Group. Absolutely. Our podcast, by the way, this is episode 22. It's amazing how fast this is going. And uh, I just, uh, I'm enjoying it a lot. So, uh, hey, that's great. That's fantastic stuff today. Thanks for your time. Always great. Great to see you. And thanks to everybody for tuning in. I'm Bryn Griffiths, and he's Brent McIntosh, and we'll see you next time.